It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Going to get it right today. Welcome to a Wednesday. Is that right, Scooter? Hey-o. Thought it was Wednesday yesterday? Nope, I was wrong. M&M Carnage sponsors this show, Spears <laughs> on Sports. It is Wednesday, February 22nd. Tony Burke in studio with me. On the uh, John and Tony Dog and Pony Show, which we try to do every Wednesday. How are you, brother? I'm doing great, John. Beautiful Wednesday. Uh, gorgeous. little wind, windy out there. It is overcast. It's, I guess, spitting a little rain here and there. You're golfing today, right? I'm supposed to be at 2.30, baby. Perfect day to golf because uh, this is golf talk today. It's golf talk. Actually going to rain, so not a perfect day. And we'll get Right, yeah, now, it's it's, right now it's perfect because the wind is such it can actually help me. <laughs> it can help my stray shots get back toward the fairway. It is going to be windy today. Louisville baseball today. I'll be out there 2 o'clock. If you thought it was 3 o'clock, you were right at one time. But because of expected weather coming in tonight, Louisville and Xavier will play at 2 o'clock Patterson Stadium. If you're looking for something to do, I'm going to go over and watch at least a few innings uh, as long as the weather does hold out. Eminem Carnage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thorne's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Sounds good, right? Well, you know what sounds better? A free steak and egg burrito. You know what sounds better than that, Scooter? A free bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. You can get any of those three, along with any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottle of soda. When you become a new Thornton's Refreshing Rewards member, download the app. Register today to earn your free breakfast on Thornton's and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450. That's what I'm talking about. You John. wanted variety. That, that was nicely done. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I called it Golf Talk because we are going to break down the Netflix eight part documentary series, Full Swing, which we've all three seen in its entirety now. Everybody did their homework. The show has been on Netflix for a week. And I'm sorry, that's long enough. Spoiler alert, there will be spoilers. We'll tell you when we're talking. And about we're going to talk about that probably in the last half of the show. Uh, basketball last night, Scooter, you were right. Michigan State beats Indiana 80-65 to was the final. They went on that little spurt, Tony, where they, they hit every three-pointer they threw up, and all of a sudden it went from a two-point game to a ten-point game, and it was Katie bar the door. They did, and, I mean, it just rained threes. And I, I listened to you guys talk the other day, and it was an environment that for Indiana that couldn't happen, that the Spartans would go on a roll. Yeah. And they went on a roll, and it just you, you could just tell that it was just going to be all uphill for the Hoosiers, and it was. And, and Spartans had a lot of guys play well last night. They had a lot of guys play well. Uh, Tyson Walker had 23. A.J. Hogarth had 22. Tyson Walker turned into freaking Michael Jordan. Dude couldn't miss. I think that's Kimba a Walker. Much. I'd go with Kimba Walker. Maybe Kimba Walker. Yeah. No, Michael Jordan. He wasn't Michael Jordan. Only one guy's Michael Jordan, and that's <laughs> Bull Bull. Uh, but in any event, Trace Jackson Davis, 19 and 7. Not the numbers he's used to. Still a good performance, but he missed some easy shots. Hoosiers missed a bunch of shots on the inside last night. Jalen Hood Shafino had 16. Trey Galloway, 11. The Hoosiers only six points off the bench last night, Tony. They got to get help. A little bit of help off the bench from guys like Renault, Renew, 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 
whatever his name is. We're new. And uh, a big goose egg last night out of Tamir Bates, who had a great game the first time these two teams Did played. Did somebody predict that uh, Banks was going to have a good game? Did I hear that? I predicted that Tamar Bates would have a big okay, game because well, it was his birthday. Yeah. But he did not. Oh, I All forgot right. about that. He did not. Okay, have I got confused, Banks. Happy birthday, Bates. Goose Egg. <laughs> Yikes. Indiana shot 48%. They actually outshot Michigan State. Uh, the Hoosiers 5 of 14 from three. Michigan State, Tony, 10 of 21 from deep. And we mentioned that run they went on. Once they got up double figures, now I give Indiana credit. They fought back. I think they cut it to four at one point. Mm-hmm. But it was Katie bar the door. The emotion after the shooting on campus, here we are. Uh, it's ten days, eight days later, and you're, you know, even Indiana, I think, classy move, wearing the Spartan Strong shirts on the on the bench and everything. It's, it's just a recipe for the home team to have success there. Yeah, one of two things is going to happen. They're going to yes. play great or they're not going to play And they didn't well. play great in the first five minutes. No, the Hoosiers came out and played. And, John, you were talking about not what you expected out of Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah. Eight for 13 from the field, seven rebounds, five assists, 19 points. That's a pretty good night, but we I think we just expect more from him. That's what I'm saying. He we, had, we expect 25 and 15. Well, they were doubling him early, too, and he was they having did, to get the ball and that, up. And I mentioned this. Tom Izzo doesn't double team. He double teamed early last night. He went away from it later when they had the lead, but he double teamed early. Yeah, it was effective early, and I think. And then with the three point shooting, like we said, uh, the Spartans. And and I made a point a point to you that Kohler came in the game. He Kohler. had seven rebounds, wow. and they killed. They had a lot of offensive rebounds, and that that hurt the Hoosiers too. One one thing else about Trace is he didn't have a single block either. And I'd have to go back yeah. and look, wow. but I don't think that's happened all season. Um, Good point. All right, I got to find Kohler's numbers for the season. Because, first of all, I went, who? Who? Who is that? I said it about eight times at the television. John Seven. Well, number one, I can't hear. But number two, I had no idea who it was. Five of his seven rebounds were offensive rebounds. Yeah. Um, Malik Hall, ten points, five rebounds off the bench. He's been hurt. He certainly didn't didn't look like he was hurt last night, Tony. No, I thought he played well. He only made two of his – Two out of seven shots would surprise me, but I thought he was a big factor in the game, and Hogart was really good. Jackson Kohler averages three and a half points, three point two rebounds per game. So, uh, career night, four point seven rebounds for Jackson Kohler last night. But when I look at the box score and I look at Indiana, yeah, uh, Miller Cop six points. He did hit two of three. Uh, the three pointer he hit from the corner, no what, idea. What a shot. No what idea a shot. how that went in. He was behind the backboard. Yeah. He was off balance, and I think he switched it. Uh, Race Thompson, seven points, only one rebound out of Race Thompson. Better. He struggled last night. The bench went Renew to, Dunn to, and uh, Leal to. Those were late. So, I mean, and Mike Woodson, I don't think he threw the white towel. I don't think he was waving the white towel at the end when he put those guys in. The announcer actually said, he just wants to put somebody in there that's going to give him some uh, some effort. Yeah, and, I was uh, surprised. I mean, it was, it was a 13-point game with three minutes to go, and he emptied the bench. Man. When you're pulling Trace Jackson Davis out with three and a half minutes left and you're putting Anthony Leal in the game with four and a half <laughs> minutes you, left, that's waving, that's waving the white flag. Yeah, he threw Absolutely. the towel in. I agree. Okay. All right. I mean, we, I, Anthony I can, Leal doesn't yeah, see the hard. floor I, if you're I know. not well, throwing When, him when you say it that way out loud, yeah, I'm with you. 
Yeah. yeah, when you take Trace Jackson Davis out, I could see taking all the other guys look, out. He's not a he's not, not a guy that doesn't hustle. Let's be no. Trace Jackson Davis gives it to you every every play. Uh, but now you got to regroup. I will, I needed Indiana to win that game for my. I, I, look, I want the Hoosiers to be a top three seed in the NCAA tournament. One, a two, or a three. Well, they're not going to be a one. They're not going to be a two. You want to be a three now? You got to go into West Lafayette and win this week, and then maybe win the Big Ten tournament. Right? Is that fair to say? To be a three, otherwise you're a four or five. I I would agree. Uh, and, and Michigan State, by the way, also hit 18 of 19 free throws. They didn't see a whole lot of shots from deep or from the free throw line not go in the basket. Uh, Indiana got out rebounded by nine, 33 to 24. The Hoosiers had four more turnovers than Sparty. Difficult environment. The place was going bonkers, and uh, I give Tom Izzo's team credit. They're 17 and 10 now. They're going to be in the tournament, but they're playing for seeding as well here, Tony. I think everybody's playing for seeding because it's so wide open. But, uh, yeah, some other games last night kind of like those teams trying to improve their Fun spots. Fun games and last night. Was. I'm looking at them right the now. The Tony Burke system, not my system, one and one last night. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan State was your winner. What about Virginia Tech? Why, Virginia why were Tech. they favored over Miami? I know what did Miami. I say yesterday, Scoots? Miami gets no respect. No love. They get yeah. no love. They've won, I think, eight in a row now. Uh, Miami is 23-5. and five. They're ranked 13th in the country. If they win Saturday, that ranking will go up again. Um, but they just, you know, they're Miami. And nobody gives them any credit. Uh, I guess you're down on South Beach. You're not really part of the ACC, it doesn't feel like. But you are part of the ACC. I, I don't know. When you look at the standings, they're... 14 and 4, Virginia's 13 and 3. So, I mean, one loss difference, one uh, Virginia's got two more games left than Miami has in league. But uh 23 and 5, second place in the conference at 14 and 4, that's a good basketball team. It is, and good guard play too, which always translates to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and and here's the weird thing, the ACC, we've talked about it not being very good and people talking about yeah. it. And then I see North Carolina sitting on the bubble. With 10 or 11 Why are they losses. On the There's no they're, well, way. They're, they're out right now, according no, to No, they are, but they were just in. And when they lost, they're like first four out. And I'm like, do you get credit for playing well in the tournament last year? That 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 kind of blows my mind. But the ACC. There, there are four games tonight involving ranked opponents. ESPN is, has Kentucky at Florida, North Carolina at Notre Dame, back-to-back. Blue Bloods. No ranked teams. Blue Bloods. Well, right. Who's going to give us ratings is what it's all about. Uh, Carolina, by the way, has they're eight and eight in conference, sixteen eleven overall. They have they do they have zero, zero quad one wins, which is a huge stat here when it comes to selection Sunday. They finish at Notre Dame tonight. They should win that game. Virginia at home, at Florida State, Duke at home. They can win all four of those games because the hard ones are home games. Well, they have to win the hard ones. I mean, they have to win them all. They, they gotta should be. win the other ones, but they have to beat those teams. Well, you better beat Florida State and you better beat uh, right. Notre Dame. Or you're done. Or you're or done. You stick a fork in you. Uh, I think Notre Dame, North Carolina, listen to this one, Scooter, mark it down. You might want to, I don't know what you do electronically, but uh, mark it. the scoreboard What do you say? Spot it. I got you. North Carolina wins the ACC tournament. 
I'm not even going to mark that because no, it's not market. happening. Mark it. It's not <laughs> happening. Okay. You won't forget, Scooter. Let me ask if, you this. If it wins, he'll tell you. Who in the ACC <laughs> can't they beat? Uh, I hear crickets. That's all I'm saying. ACC is that down. It's that down. Yeah. The it, ACC is a seventh-ranked conference in Ken Palm behind the Mountain West. And, and North Carolina was not good last year till the end of the year. Well, guess they were what? Because we made fun. It's the end of the year. We made fun of, of Hubert early in the year. We, we, we did. And we I did. didn't make fun of him when he was in the national championship yeah. game against Kansas. By the way, Kansas the other day, what did you think? Did you watch some of that game? Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm 100% in. I don't 100% believer, but he got something going there. I kind of thought the same thing watching the yeah. game the other night. And hey, Duke, too. Wilson's good, great. Wilson's uh, Duke, Duke, Duke was playing Louisville. I know, but Duke has gotten everybody healthy, mm. and those bigs are playing better, and the guards, and they they would scare me. What do you think about Duke and John Shire saying we are uh, no longer going to recruit as many of the top freshmen as we usually do? We are going to do what everybody else seems to do, and it's working. It's going to that transfer portal more, bringing less freshmen. Well, he's got a couple transfers on the team this year. And Young and uh, Grandison, uh, uh, I mean, you got you got to mix it. All schools should do that. They, you want young guys that can play, but you also have to find those guys that are in the transfer portal that can play, especially because of experience. Uh, yeah, I don't believe in Duke, but I still believe Carolina's got the talent for those guys that start were on the team last year, started last year, including Baycott and uh, and the, the the guard that's so good. Whose name escapes me? That's uh, love. A, love, yeah. That's a. Uh, you know, I have no love in my life. So. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. That's a. Uh, that's a really good team. She's in Lexington. She's not listening. Um, game uh, that I wanted to see last night, and it really was a slugfest. T- Tennessee and Texas A&M. A&M comes away with the win. Ah oh, man, A&M. Tony. Buzz. Buzz Williams. Buzz I know you on. love you some Buzz Williams. I do. Thirteen and two in the SEC now, twenty-one and seven overall. Man, Kentucky's win over Texas A&M looks better and better every day. And that was, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't looked. That was down there, right? College yes. Station. Yes, it was. That that's a big old matzo ball quad one win. And if uh, who knows if A&M beats Alabama in College Station, last game of the regular season, they can win the SEC. And that can happen with everything swirling around Alabama right now. 68-63 was the final last night. Uh, Yeah, the Alabama thing. Brandon Miller, freshman of the year, probably in the country. Fair to say? Yes. Uh, Are you getting bit by bugs here? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on here, Scooter? Uh, uh, We we got any spray, Scoot? Did you drop drop some of your uh, Red Bull on the floor over here? No. What would you do? Got bit on Uh, the calf here. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah, we'll be all right. If we go down... Yeah, no, we were getting bit by It's something. malaria if we go down. It's <laughs> malaria. <laughs> Brandon Miller, apparently, according to police reports now, supplied the gun that was used in a murder. He didn't shoot it. He didn't kill anybody. He was a bystander. I get all that. But this is not good for the Alabama program. It's not good the way Nate Holtz originally handled it, although he came back with another statement that kind of cleared up what he meant to say. Yeah, a lot of but people come back and clear he's up what also they meant exonerating to say. his freshman when the police are saying, hang on, your freshman supplied the gun here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a good, not situa- good. situation. And, 
you know, we, we know that stuff like that lingers around a team. It can change how the team's rolling, and that's a really good Alabama team, and I don't want your ticket to get hurt. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> the good news for Alabama, though, they're at South Carolina tonight. Yeah. Well, well, well 17 and a half will Miller on the road. play tonight? System game. Will they hold him out? Uh, I don't think there are any ch- official charges yet. No, but would you I just, wouldn't play him. I wouldn't either. Not tonight. I would sit him and say, look, we're going we're to let him relax during this investigation. This is in his head. It's affecting him, and we're going to have him sit out uh, until this is, you know, until we know more, and we're not going to play him. And if you're playing Kentucky or Texas A&M, maybe he plays, but you're playing South Carolina, you should roll without him tonight. Although it is a system bet, South Carolina plus 17 and a half here. Well, that, that would help the system. I don't if he like didn't it. Play, but I think it's more about Nate Oates. He, he should come out and say, "Hey, we're just gonna, you know, make sure that uh, the system does it. We, we do what's right. We're gonna hold we're him. We're gonna do what's right. That would help his persona, Nate yes, Oates, as much as absolutely, anything. absolutely. We're gonna respect the family of the murder victim, and we're exactly. also going to uh, make sure that our our young guy has gets a little counseling here and has his head in the right place, and just uh, sit sit down and watch the game tonight." But uh, Alabama, South Carolina, that is a 9 o'clock game on ESPN2 tonight. I will not. Not me too. I will not. I will not be either, John. Uh, We'll take a break, come back, preview the Kentucky-Florida game tonight. It could be the third big win in a row if the Cats can pull it off on the road. And we will get to full swing uh, and break down the entire Netflix series. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Eminem Cartage Outline is open, 384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the sports talk or Netflix talk today, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Texter says, Indiana season in a nutshell Eight of the nine losses on the road, including a neutral site beatdown from Arizona. If they could play the tournament in Bloomington, Indiana wins it all. Unfortunately, they are probably not making the second weekend. Well, that's hmm. a little strong. That is strong. Remember, these games aren't road games in the NCAA tournament. These are neutral site games. And Indiana fans will show up, I think, this year, um, especially if Indiana's in, oh, I don't know, the Louisville Regional? I mean... You're going to get some fans, Hoosiers. Get them to the games. Neutral sites. You know what happens in neutral sites? You get all the fans there. It's a home site. By the way, John, if they do end up in Louisville, I'm getting the media credential, not you. Okay? I already have one. For the tournament? Um, Yeah, it's automatic Hmm. because I go to the Louisville games. So good luck because when they see your name, they'll go who? Well, apply for two then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now it's on me. Yeah, that seems fair. Um. All right, we are going to talk about full swing in its entirety. First, uh, back to college basketball, Tony. Kentucky and Florida tonight. Cats 18-9, and 9-5 and five overall. Uh, third place, I guess. In, well, now that Tennessee lost another one, third place alone in the SEC. Um, Florida 14-13, 7-7. Lost their last game uh, 84-65 at Arkansas. Their first game without Colin Castleton who got uh, hurt his wrist and is out for the year in the previous game. 
And Florida is now who we think they are, I think. The inside game is just not there. Kentucky should dominate in the paint tonight. Yeah, Castleton averaged 16 and right at eight rebounds a game, and that's hard to replace, and he's long, a very experienced player, and he's given Kentucky trouble. So that's not a good thing if you're a Gator fan. Kentucky won the first meeting 72-67 in Lexington. Kaysen Wallace had 20 that night. Uh, Jacob Toppin, 17 points, 10 rebounds. Oscar Shibway, if you remember, four points, but 15 rebounds in that game. So what's the over-under tonight, Scooter, on Shibway rebounds? Uh, 11 and a half. Very generous. So you're saying over tonight? Absolutely. Without Castleton, what? I li- I'll tell you what Oscar does that I don't like. When another of his teammates is getting ready to get a rebound, he rips it away from him and sometimes knocks it out of bounds. Well, Livingston the other night took, took one, one away. away from him. And he kind of looked at him like, hey, why would you are, take that from those me? Those are mine. Well, just take he it away like from He looked like the me. Terminator when he looked at it. Um, Livingston, by the way, 12.5 points, 7.5 rebounds his last two games. He's a different Chris Livingston than we saw early in the year. And it's made a huge difference for Kentucky, too, because they, they're getting decent play out of Toppin. So if they're getting – Solid play out of the four and the, uh, the three and the four spot. It goes a long way for him being a different team. That game is seven o'clock ESPN tonight. Kentucky's three and a half point favorite. Who you got? I, I would like Kentucky tonight. I wouldn't touch the game because Vegas doesn't make the spread big enough. But uh, you know the the Gators. They'll, they'll be they'll be the fans they'll will be there. They don't like Kentucky. They don't, and they got that. You know, you're right on top of the bench there at, at uh, Sullivan the O'Connell o- Center. O'Connell, yeah. By the way, line's down to two and a half now. Yeah, that's ah. what I see on ESPN. So that makes you think Florida's the bet uh, if, if Vegas Wouldn't touch teaches it. us anything. Um, yeah, they taught me Virginia Tech didn't win last night. Yeah, Kentucky, <laughs> that didn't help, did it? Two straight road quad, two straight quad one wins, Tony. Now, I don't know. If Mississippi State's going to continue to be a quad one win much longer, they lost to Missouri last night uh, at Missouri. But Joe Lenardi, Bracketology, has Kentucky up to an eight seed now. What do you make of that? Well, you're three in the SEC, so that tells you something. All the Kentucky fans that were jumping off the bridges and throwing <laughs> away their, their uniform, their, their shirts and everything. Kentucky just River relax, is filling man. up there. Just relax and let things play out. I said this to you before the show. Kentucky's eighteen and nine, nine and five, second place, third place in the SEC. You know, you expected to be about there. Now you were ranked fifth in the country at That's the beginning the of the season, thing. just like Carolina was ranked first. So it doesn't mean a whole lot. But Kentucky fans have been up in arms all year. Last ah, time for Cal to go, the game he's the game's passed it by. He doesn't know how to coach during a game. Yeah, he can recruit. But he doesn't motivate. He doesn't know how to use these guys, and they're in third place in the SEC. Yeah. They're going to be a three seed probably, unless they screw it up here in the, the SEC. SEC tournament. They'll be the three seed, With which means they'll be in the same bracket as A and M, probably opposite Alabama and Tennessee, and that's that's gorgeous, right? Yeah, and the, the whole thing is, it's everybody after you get it pat, passed about the three seed has seven, eight, nine losses. Everybody in the country, I'm watching teams that were ranked pretty high, and they got seven and eight losses. And it's just the, it's just a fact of how it is this year. Everybody's lost games besides the top team, so that's where you're at. But you want to move up from that eight seed, or, believe, believe it or not, you want to move down from that eight seed. I know that sounds crazy, but eight, nine, second round, plays the one seed. Yeah, and you're seven and ten. I'd rather be a six or a ten 
eight, a seven or ten or a six or an eleven. Now you don't want to be an eleven where you have a playing game, all right, in Dayton. But eleven seed is not bad because your second round game is against a three seed, right? Yeah, I I agree, hundred percent. Eight nine sounds great, right? Oh, we're an eight seed. Guess well, who we playing second round? Oh, Purdue. Oh, oh, we got to play Kansas. Oh, we got to play Houston. Not as good. Not as good at all. Give me the seven where my two seed is, I don't know, UCLA, who you lost to, but I'm okay with that. Or somebody from the Big 12. Gonzaga, maybe? Yeah. And who you, know, you lost, I, I who you like lost to? I still like Gonzaga. I still like him. So, uh, anyway, 7 o'clock tonight, ESPN. Um, I mentioned the first meeting, Kentucky with the win, 72-67. That was an ugly game, if you remember. Neither team really played very well in that first meeting in Lexington. And – Another thing, I've talked about it all year, Kentucky's been a better team on the road. What is that about? Don't know, John. Uh, they're kids. They're still playing, and uh, it's just so random. It, you know, it used to be Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, and Duke just had the better players yeah. with the transfer portal and guys. And coming, even into those schools that maybe don't pan out and the other schools do, I told you a great thing I saw on Twitter was the Oklahoma City Thunder starting lineup is, is younger than the Pitt Panthers. Yeah, you know what? I haven't fact checked you on that. No, I'm I going to, to you. but I you never lied to me, so I don't know why I think you'd be lying. It's just an unbelievable stat. I mean, yeah. Pitt's got a bunch of probably six year seniors, and Oklahoma City's got a. I mean, Shea Gilgis Alexander's been there a few years. Giddy been there for a while, but the rest of those guys are really really young. All right, uh, college basketball last night, eighth-ranked Texas with a 72-54 home win against 23rd-ranked Iowa State. Uh, also in the Big 12, Kansas State at home beat my Baylor Bears 75-65. Oh, that Baylor bet that I'm getting ready to make is looking better and better because those odds are going to go up and up and up. Nobody believes in uh, Scott Drew and the Bears, and they take it on the chin again last night. I like Baylor, Tony. Uh, in fact, I like just about everybody in the Big Twelve. I told you that too. I I, I like Baylor, and, and you know, just uh, every day, John. I told you they got back, so they they have a chance to make a run. Tenth ranked Marquette over nineteenth ranked Creighton. That was probably the best watchable game last night. Seventy three seventy one. Marquette actually took a ten point lead midway through the second half. Uh, Creighton fought back. Got it. Uh, I think they got it tied at one point, but couldn't get over the hump. And Marquette wins that game. They're going to probably win the Big East because they've got Butler, St. John's, and DePaul left of their three regular season games. Xavier lost last night. Uh, yeah, and uh, Xavier with the loss. So I think Marquette's going to be the one seed in the Big East tournament. And we I talked to Rick Bozich about it yesterday. I, I think the Big East is underrated by the national media for the most part. And uh, Marquette, I think, is uh, – one of those teams that's really underrated and under-talked about by the national media. Shaka. Yeah, they, uh, the guard, is it Colex? He, he's really good. And uh, they're, they are very much under the radar. And that was one of the three games I had on last night that I was watching the Tennessee game, that game, and the other one. So I was keeping up with it, and it, it was a great finish. To fun, that game. fun game. 13th-ranked Miami, we mentioned, 23-5 and five now after eight straight wins. They beat Virginia Tech on the road, 76-70. to 70. That's a loss in the Tony Burke system because Virginia Tech at home was favored over a ranked opponent. The win, of course, was a Michigan State in the Tony system, 80-65 over Indiana. Sparty with an easy cover there. And you mentioned Xavier. Villanova goes to Cincinnati 
knocks off the 16th-ranked Musketeers 64-63. to That gets Nova back to 500, but what it does to Xavier is probably knocks them down a line or two maybe in the NCAA tournament. First quad one win for Villanova all year. Not surprised by that. They haven't been good. All right, tonight, top-ranked Houston will be in action. The uh, Cougars are at home against Tulane. Tulane is is a sleepy 17-7 and on the year. Houston is a 14.5-point favorite. ESPNU, 9 o'clock in that one. Uh, hard to bet against the Cougars at home in American athletic play. It's always hard to bet against Cougars, but I'm going to go with the Green Wave. Oh, all right. Uh, system bet, second-ranked Alabama at South Carolina. The Gamecocks are 10-17. and 17. They're not good. They did beat LSU last weekend uh, in Baton Rouge, but LSU's not any good either. Alabama 17-and-a-half on the road. Does the distraction of Brandon Miller allow the Cox to keep it close here? If I was betting, I and would have not. to take the Gamecocks just because of that reason. And then when they're down 62-14, uh, to 14, you're going, what did I do? Yep, exactly. You can chime in any time, Scooter. Oh, I'm aware. Oh, I thought you had I, something to say. I know, I know <laughs> how this works. You, you leaned up like uh, something was on your mind there. No, I got nothing. All right. Six-ranked Virginia at Boston College tonight. The Eagles are under 500 as well. Virginia on the road, eight-point favorites. System says Boston College tonight. That is a uh, 7 o'clock game, no local TV. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I would have had to go with Virginia against all what uh, against the system, fish taught yeah. me. Yeah, I, I know, but uh, I'm glad I'm not betting for Lent. <laughs> this is the first day of uh, my, uh, my people's religious uh, activities here, so. I'm not betting for at least two more days. Are you fasting today? Have you seen me? <laughs> yeah, you got. Never mind. I'm not I had three say bowls that. of animal crackers for <laughs> breakfast this morning. You ever put animal crackers in milk? Do yourself a favor. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and my wife made a cheese concoction before she left for Lexington this morning, and I can't wait to get home and just smother myself in. <laughs> so no, not I'm a not fasting. Kids. 20th ranked Providence at 18th ranked UConn. Probably game of the night as far as the only game between two ranked opponents. 6.30 on FS1. Uh, UConn seven and a half. Tony, at home against the Bryce Hopkins Friars. That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. But once again, Big Out of Fish taught us. If it looks too good to be true. You bet Connecticut. It is too good yep. to be true. Uh, Kentucky, Florida, we mentioned that's ESPN 7 o'clock. Bellarmine at Jacksonville tonight. Knights. Need to win one of these last two games. I think they're going to be in the Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament because 10 of the 14 teams make it, and they're in a pretty good spot. They're a five-point underdog tonight at Jacksonville. Remember, that's the team they beat in the A-Sun Tournament Championship in Freedom Hall last year. Yeah, it's tough for a, a And they're like, on ESPNU. It's tough for a school like Bellarmine to go down to Florida. I mean, it's just a tough trip. And I was out there at the Bellarmine game talking to you the other yep. night, and I still like this Bellarmine team, but that's going to be a hard cover for the Knights tonight. Yeah, that's a Jacksonville tonight. I guess they stay in Florida and play North Florida on Saturday, right? I yes, guess, I guess a- they, exactly. They don't come home. No. Uh, to, uh, but besides, all their guys are gradu- have graduated anyway. <laughs> Bellarmine, man. Here's that, that list of seniors, didn't they? <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. They lose the Jacksonville tonight. They'll beat North Florida this weekend. I'm going to go with Scoot on that one. Jacksonville is better than North Florida, right? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and Bellarmine's in a, a good spot. A they good just spot. don't want to lose these two games and put themselves in any type of I mean, of they're going to play on the road in the first round of the conference tournament anyway. 
Uh, it's just a matter of who your opponent's going to be. I'm assuming – I think the top two uh, in conference get a bye. So, uh, you know. But, again, if you haven't seen them play, they're on ESPNU. No excuse. No excuse. Uh, there's no excuse tonight, 5 o'clock, right after you get off work, get home and turn the TV on. We'll take a break. Got a caller waiting on the line, and we'll get to the Netflix show full swing after the timeout. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio, final segment. We'll get to the full swing documentary shortly. Eminem Cartage hotline is now closed, although we do have a caller waiting on the line. The Thornton's text line, you can still get a text into the show at 414-1450. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage hotline. Pat, how are you on this Wednesday? Hey, John, doing good. I, I really thought it was interesting you were talking about, you know, you'd, you'd want, rather be like a 7 or a 10 or 8 and 9, and I totally agree. I always thought that was true, too, but... Another thing is that I go to the four or five also. If you can't be a two or three, I'd rather be a six oh, than absolutely. a four or five. You, you stay away from the one to the regional final. I'll never forget, and Denny Crum's last two teams that were really good were the 96 and 97 teams. In both of those years, Louisville was a six seed. They won their first game. The 11th, you know, you got to face 11, so it is, you know, that can be a tough game, but they were able to beat a vulnerable three seed, and the 96 team got to the Sweet 16, lost by one to Tim Duncan and Wake Forest, and then the 97 team made the regional final against North Carolina. So I think that's also true, too. You you, you don't want to be a four or five. You, you'd like to be a two or three, and I, I would rather be a six. Yeah. And four. then one more thing. Yeah, go one ahead. One more thing. You were talking about North Carolina you, uh, uh, winning the ACC tournament. Here's a question for you. You could say that about Duke. Carolina, maybe NC State. Here's a question: Do those three teams, or in Wake for that matter? I mean, well, where's the, well? I guess where's the ACC tournament? Usually, it's around Charlotte. Or yeah, something. it's in I mean, Carolina almost always. Now they I have mean, they have had it in New York before yeah. and done a couple crazy things, but it's usually in Carolina. Well, how much of it, an advantage it is it is it for like Duke or Carolina in in the ACC tournament? I think it's a big advantage, Tony. Uh, I mean, right. you're you got all your fans there. They're, they're going to show up. Carolina, Duke. I don't care what their record is. Their fans are going to show up at the ACC tournament. They're going to buy all the tickets from the schools that that don't bring fans. It's like Kentucky going to Nashville. Yeah, you know, everybody's yeah. there. And right now, North Carolina is the nine seed in the ACC. Yeah. And uh but yeah, yeah it's got to help them, Pat. I mean, there's there, there's no yeah. reason all yeah. that light yeah. blues in there. I and mean, they buy tickets when somebody else loses, like John said. Thanks for the call, Pat. Right. Appreciate it. Okay. Take care. Uh Bye. yeah, four or five seed, that's another one you don't want to be cuz yeah. even though second round you're good, third round, you know, first round of the regionals you're going to play the one seed. So, he's right. 6 7, give it to me every time. Yeah. Other than four and five or eight and nine, but with the way things go this year, you, you don't know who you're getting. So, yeah, this year could be different. Yeah, players. because everybody's the same, aren't they? Yeah. The Atlanta Hawks quickly have fired Nate McMillan as their head coach. They were twenty nine and thirty, still in playoff contention. In fact, they're in the in the playoffs if the season ended today. And they won Quinn Snyder, the old Utah Jazz coach, did a great job at Utah. He saw the writing on the wall when Utah was trading Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, so he got out. 
And now maybe the Hawks hire Quinn Snyder. Yeah, McMillan was 98 and 80. He had a winning record there. Yeah, he did. That's what happened. It's Atlanta. It's Atlanta. I don't want to be there anyway. All right, full swing. If you haven't seen it and you don't want to know about it, then uh, I don't know what to tell you. We're getting ready to talk about it. The Netflix eight-part documentary. Let's start with episode one, Scooter and Tony. Frenemies is the name of it, and it basically follows Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth with a whole lot of Justin's dad, Mike Thomas, also in this episode, Tony. It's a good way to start the series because this is two guys that get along. We're going to see later guys that uh, are polar opposite. Yeah, I, I thought it was excellent. It was the best way to start it, and I think anybody that, that's a golf fan, especially if you're from Louisville like Justin Thomas, it's a great episode to watch. And, and he wins the PGA in this one. Comes back. That's and not wins a spoiler. It. Everybody knew that, right? Right. Comes back and looks like he's totally out of it. And said he, you know, had some issues with the being the allergies and stuff, and then blows it up the last day when the guys came back to him. And we're going to talk about the guy that came back uh, later on in the series, episode two. By the way, episode yeah, one. Ahead, I'm it was sorry. it was my favorite one in the whole series. I was going to ask at the end of this what your favorite episode was. Episode one was your favorite. Yeah, it was. See, to me, there was no controversy in episode one. It was two guys I, that like each other. I don't need controversy they, to make it good, though. The, yeah. the friendship is what made I mean, it so they, fun. They for fly me. the the plane together, yeah. the private plane together. They're betting on the on putts. They're they're bleeping you each other They're, along the way. They were betting a thousand dollars on freaking high card on the plane. That's like, like me and what you, you betting ten bucks, bud. That's like me and you betting ten bucks. Maybe maybe Scooter, I like and you'll like I know you like this is when uh Justin Thomas's dad said that Jordan Spieth paid the valet or whatever to go hide his car yeah. for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and Justin Thomas knew who did it. He couldn't find his car. Knew who did it. All right, episode two, winner go home. This was uh a contrast of two different guys. It was Scott, Scotty Scheffler, how great he was playing, how he couldn't do anything wrong, what a nice guy he was. And Brooks Kepka, four-time major champion who's, fi- who's lost it a little bit, trying to find his game again. Not happy. He did not seem like a happy dude at all. Uh, all right, he's got a really nice-looking fiancé, uh, now now wife. Don't all golfers. But don't all golfers have really nice-looking fiancés? Um, nice house, too, by the way. Nice swimming Don't pool. all golfers? Don't all golfers. I know. But it was a contrast, and I liked this episode a lot because you got to see Kepka for 15 minutes just having so much trouble putting and finding his game, not making cuts. Don't a lot and of you bombs got in there. Scheffler, who's just out there chewing gum and just hitting it in the air going, yeah, I think that's a good shot, and making everything. That was a fun episode. Yeah, different personalities, definitely. And it kind of, you know, when Kepka and DeChambeau had that thing going on, everybody hated DeChambeau. If you watch Kepka, not he, a good dude. Yeah, he didn't seem like not the a greatest happy guy dude. at all. No. He he definitely his he turned on me in this episode. I mean, I was always like indifferent on Brooks Kepka. Now I'm I'm not a Brooks Kepka guy at all. And it makes you like Scotty more. And I think yeah, part of it is just a good dude. The, the contrast between those two guys. Well, I think for Scheffler, it was the way that. He separates the game of golf from his life, whereas Kepka couldn't turn yeah. that off. He brought it home with him, which you never want to see. Episode three, Money or Legacy. We get into finally the live tour coming along here. This one focused completely on Ian Poulter. If you hate Ian Poulter because he always won Ryder Cup matches against the United States, I get it because I hated him too. Man, after this episode, big Ian Poulter fan. Whether he goes went to live or not. Family man, um, you know, has his kids. They lived in Florida for 15 years. 
The number that stuck out with me is he made $31 million in 15 years on the PGA Tour, and he's going to get that just to go to live and play. Yeah, when you watch that, it, it makes you think totally. You know, Poulter wears the loud clothes. He's always acted really cocky. Funny dude. But really, I, I was the same way, John. I kind of thought, you know, he's not that bad a dude, and he's doing what he thinks is right for his family. This was the one episode that – really helped change my opinion on the live. When live first started, I absolutely hated it. Did not want a rival league at all. I thought anybody that was going there was a doofus. But for Ian Poulter, a guy like him, it, it just made a whole lot of sense. Financially, so it, it makes a lot of sense for all these yeah, guys. Yeah. But you have to balance it with the realization that that money is blood money coming from Saudi Arabia and their human rights uh, atrocities. And, you know, it's easy. I've said this before. It's easy for us to say, I wouldn't take that money to go, uh, that blood money. Until they offer it to you. Yeah. And when they offer it to you and you can take care of your your kids and your grandkids and their their kids, it changes your opinion a little bit. Well, and Dustin Johnson had a really good quote about it. I'm sure we'll touch on that. All right. Let's do it. Uh, episode four, kind of an outlier because it wasn't a star on the PGA Tour. It was Joel Damon. The imposter syndrome was the name of the episode. Blew me away that this guy has very little confidence when he's playing golf. Uh, very little. It's Caddy actually jokes with him to try to, you know, get him to be more serious some of the time. And uh, a good golfer, a very interesting, interesting one that they dude. put in there. Interesting and, dude. And very interesting. A normal guy. Yeah. That, that's I what I like about good way Joel to say it. Damon. Normal man. Making fun of himself, very self-deprecating, and really not a believe. And other golfers in this episode would say, and that dude's got an unbelievable game. I can't believe he does. He doesn't think he's good mm-hmm. because he's got all the tools to be a great golfer. I hate seeing that out of guys. Like, just believe in yourself. That's, that's it was all a great you episode. Do. It was great. Yeah, it made me. <laughs> yeah, I've said the same thing on the course that he says. Now he hits it eight feet. I hit it eight miles to the right of where I want to hit it. So we're different eight people. Eight feet from a pole. He hits it eight feet from the. From the hole, the fish, uh, the the flag stick. You hit it eight feet from a pole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hit it eight feet and go hit it again. Eight feet into the woods. <sighs> but that was a very interesting episode. Yes. Uh, episode five, American Dreams. This was the U.S. Open battle between Matthew Fitzpatrick and Dustin Johnson. Fitzpatrick would win, but again, we got a, a look into the live stuff with Dustin Johnson. Being rumored, and, and actually at this point he had already decided he was going to go, but played in the live. Everybody that was a PGA person was pulling for Matthew Fitzpatrick. Everybody that liked live was pulling for DJ. Um, Fitzpatrick still looks like he's 12 years old. Yeah, and that was a good story on him too, I thought. And, and DJ, he did make good points. I, I have won majors. I have done a lot of stuff, and basically same deal. I can take care of my kids, my kids' kids, and their kids, and their kids by doing this. Yeah, and, but, but legacy could he already is the whole have thing. done that? Oh, yeah. He's got more money. I mean, his wife spend. is a Gretzky. Well, he, he's made enough money he never needs it. But once again, John, just what you said, when they come and offer you un- insane money. How do you say no? You, yeah, how do you say no? Well, it was his quote about how any anybody in America, if, if your boss approaches you and yes. wants you to work less but gives you more money – Pretty sure you're going to Who's going to say yeah, no? Yeah, no I don't want to do that. Nah, nah, That's a bad nah, idea. I'd rather work. Uh, Mrs. Gretzky, what do we think? Oh, Paulina? Paulina, oh, what do we think? she's babe. Swing. Yep. I know, Full Scooter, swing. Uh, throughout this series, you're a big Amanda Balionis oh, Redder yeah. fan. Absolutely. I'm not. I am. I don't see it. 
Am I blind in one eye? I what? think you might be. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's gorgeous. Like, and Scooter might agree with me. She makes funny her faces. Her face is ugly. Yeah. No, her face is not, not ugly. It's not her face is, ex- it's it's expressions. It is her expressions. Yeah. It is her expressions. I guess. I and you're looking at her all the time. You're not walking up into a bar or walking down the street and looking at her. You it. see her in a bar, John, you're going to go crazy. No, I'm not. I'm a married man. Well, crazy. If you were single. Back in the day. Back, back in, the, in day, the day. I mean, you know, <laughs> shooting fish in a barrel, you know. Uh, episode six was entitled Don't Get Bitter, Get Better. That's an old Tiger Woods quote. Uh, and it was about Tony Finau and Colin Morikawa. If you didn't know Tony Finau, boy, what I'm a, a fan. Dude. What a what good a guy. Dude. Probably his, my second favorite. His episode. wife's husband had passed away, so he decided to take her and the kids. How many? Five? Five, yeah. Five kids on tour with him. And then they weren't there when he won his first tournament of the year. Actually, his son was playing in a junior golf tournament, shot three over, one over, 12 over. Remember that? And he was not happy because he thought his son quit on the uh, on the golf course. <laughs> but what a good dude, man. What they didn't go into is how he dominated towards the end of that year. Yeah. Because he, he did. We we were in, a, we were in a fantasy golf league, and Tony Finau went off. And yeah. he, he could separate golf and family when he went home, and I think Scooter was saying that earlier about Scheffler. And Morikawa? What, what do you think about Morikawa? Good dude, too. I don't know about that. I've always liked Morikawa. I don't know about that. A little bit, um, maybe Silver Spoon. Maybe a little Silver Spoon here. No, I don't Got his so. little dog with uh, a... You know, mittens on his feet. What are we doing? John, they all got their private planes, their Learjets are flying on. All right, episode seven, golf is hard. This was about the rookies. See, Sahis Thigala and uh, Mito Pereira. It went into, of course, Pereira falling apart on 18 at the U.S. Open, hitting it into the water, not even making it into the playoffs. I think he took a double bogey, maybe he a did. triple bogey. He took a double, double bogey on that hole. Keep from getting uh, but the life of a rookie and how difficult it is. Thigala. Um, and uh, and uh, and Pereira, fun episode, and, and really showing. Look, it, it it's not easy, man. These guys are great golfers, and it's a lot of the time they're not getting anything for it. I really liked in that episode how they had Joaquin Neiman featured in that a lot. Just showed yeah, the friendship Pereira. between him and Pereira. Yeah, and Carlos Ortiz, Carlos Ortiz too. Carlos Ortiz too. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that, good. that was a lot of fun. And all three of those guys went to the live tour. Did they? Yes. yes. They're, they're all lived I, I, I like Thigala a lot after yeah, watching that. Thigala went lived her? No. No, he did not. No. He, he, uh, he the, had top three, 10 this uh, week. Yeah. Thigala was yeah. in top 10 this week. I think he Pereira, six. Ortiz, and uh, Neiman. Yeah. Yeah, Thigala was a lot of fun to watch just because he, he was. was signing autographs. He and was like, he went, I used to be this kid. Now I'm that guy signing. Yeah. Uh, episode Pretty 8, fun. everything has led to this. Rory McIlroy wins the, uh, the FedEx Cup. But the Rory McIlroy Cam Smith in the Open Championship, Cam Smith comes out the winner there. He's going to the Live Tour. He was very uncomfortable in the post-match didn't press conference. Didn't it, want to talk about it. Uh, Tigers last Open. They kind of touched on that a little bit. But this one, this episode basically was all about Rory mm-hmm. being the face of the PGA Tour. Yep, and, and closing it out with the Tour Championship. What favorite episode, Scooter? Yours was the first. Mine was the first one. Yeah, Tony. Mine was the first. Oh, you guys are weird. I think Thank mine, you. mine was. I'm going to go with the uh, episode six, with Tony Finau. Hmm. Uh, the Morikawa stuff, not as much, but the Finau stuff I thought was incredible with the family and the the father in law passing away and taking his family on tour with him, and then they were not there when he won, and then the next week when he won, they were there, and he did get to share it with them. Uh, going home with his dad to his old home where he would hit golf balls in the garage. 
didn't even know how to play golf, and they wanted to play golf. Put and they, dents in the garage? Yeah, door. put it. Fantastic. But if you haven't seen it, Scooter, A+. Plus. Uh, a+, plus, yeah. Tony? A+. Plus. I'm going to give it an A. I'm a tough, uh, I'm a tough grader. All right, tomorrow we'll do it again. I don't know what we'll talk about. I guess Kentucky, Florida. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the air.